Welcome to Get in the Herd, a podcast about addiction and recovery brought to you by the McShin Foundation. If you or a loved one are looking for real discussions about addiction, recovery, stigma, advocacy, and most importantly, hope, then stick around. Thanks for joining us. Now sit back and get ready for another great episode of Get in the Herd. Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the award-winning recovery podcast, Get in the Herd. I'm your host, Nathan Mitchell, today, and actually, I'm Nathan Mitchell every day. Um, I'm only Nathan Mitchell, and today we're talking about um, getting uncomfortable. Getting uncomfortable. And I figure this is a good subject uh, today because uh, it's just me with art, and I think I've already pissed off art today, so... I bit. figure a little bit. A little bit. Yeah. I didn't yeah. want to do this, but I'm doing it. You didn't want to do it, did you? No. It's not like you don't talk to me all day anyway. Yeah, it's just a little different with the camera and the light. But yeah. um it is just a conversation and uh and two other people. Two other people. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, and you know, and the thousands of people who watch, you know. Live, I mean. <laughs> live is two people, but no, but it's uh go ahead. A million people, right, in jails a year? Just about, just yeah. about. Um, and I'm actually not not kidding about the topic, though, because, you know, one of the things that's constantly frustrating me is happening as we speak right now, like that room right next yeah. to us, you know, it's like we, 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 we first set up the uh, podcast and the way we did it was we were very careful not to have any groups at two o'clock up here. And then suddenly that just all changed without any thought to the repercussions of what would happen after that. And, and I feel like, uh, I feel like sometimes I make decisions without considering the, the the rippling effect of those decisions, and I, I wonder if that's something that you do as well. Was that Pat? I saw that comment up there. Yeah, um, Mr. Jones, good to see you, Pat. Um, but I wonder if you can elaborate on that for yourself, because I I find that to be a problem for me, making decisions without considering the ramifications, or the opposite not making a decision because i get stuck in overthinking i do both yeah yeah what do you do for that more often than that i think um i uh talk with people um now not more often than not but well yeah, yeah. yeah. now i'm i'm practicing on um running things by um whether it be you or um john my sponsor and um just um and um, I do more of the not making decisions um, and just overthinking stuff. I do that more often, uh, usually, than just making decisions. You know, I, I think I probably do, too. Um, I, in fact, I, I, I know I do. Uh, I, I think I'm just per, perhaps projecting some frustrations that I'm having uh, right now with decisions that have been made. They're just like, the rippling effects weren't considered, and now we're dealing with this crap. And one of those things is the door slamming a few times behind me. And every time you're not, I don't know if you can hear it online, but every time the door slams next door, it's like, boosh, right in my face, boosh, right in my ear. Um, it gets, it's frustrating. It is, yeah. Physically. And, and this isn't a let's have a bitch session session. This is really about decision making and how we make decisions. Because I, I know in, in recovery, I'm sorry, in active addiction, when I was making decisions, I, I was just, okay, how am I going to get the next one? How am I going to get the means and ways to get to the next one? Um, and now, you know, in, in recovery, it's like, uh, great, I'm not using, but how do I tackle like all the other things? Like, you know, how do I keep $500 in the bank? How do I make that $1,000? You know, how do I pay bills on time? 
You know, those kinds of things. Do I pay bills on time or do I got to eat? Adulting's hard. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm right there with you. I'm trying to figure that stuff out now. Yeah. Which is cool, though. I get the opportunity to do that now. Um, it's nice not having to think about the next one all the time. Um, yeah. So you, my friend, and I say my friend not not sarcastically because you are my friend, um, tomorrow marks a day for you. Um, is it all right if I talk about that? You yeah. want to talk about it? Yeah, tomorrow I'll have six months um, clean and sober, longest I've ever had. The longest you've ever had. Yeah. What about that? What does that mean for you? Um. I mean, it means a lot. Uh, it means that um, I'm doing something right. Um, doing something right. I like it. <laughs> I'm doing something right. I, it, it means a lot for me because, like I said, it was, it was the longest I've had clean and sober. And it's been a long time since I've had any amount of time clean and sober. It's been seven years. So um, this last run, was a, it was a long one. So yeah, uh, it, we joked the other I joked the other day about, um celebrating my six months getting half a cake yeah yeah so, but uh that's the it's just it's it's a lot it's it's um it's if it, it's gone by quick but it's also feels like a long time too yeah um, well let's i mean we've talked about it on the show i i think we have anyway but but let's talk about this because you got here in december you know just just before the just after the holidays yeah december 30th yeah. Okay. So just after Christmas, right? And 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 what happened? You got here. You 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 were on a plane, weren't you, from California? Yep. Came from California. Was it a direct flight to Richmond? No, it was. It was. I don't think there's any direct flights to Richmond from anywhere. Um, <laughs> well, there must be at least. All those flyover states. They don't. Yeah. So I uh, I actually missed my first flight. Um, from LAX that and, definitely uh, tracks yeah <laughs> I missed that first flight and uh, I ended up staying with uh, my brother in Costa Mesa that night because um, I was just a mess and uh, he actually had me stay at over at his place and the next day he drove me to Santa Ana airport and uh, got me a ticket and I was on the next flight out I don't remember any of the flight I don't remember layover i don't i don't remember i don't remember who i sat next to conversations or anything the in-flight movie <laughs> nothing <laughs> i was probably sleeping but um yeah and uh i got here i, I came here to the mcshin foundation was uh put over at clark house the first night and uh, the next day um they decided that it would be better for me to detox in a hospital so i went to tucker's which is at chippenham uh chippenham right yeah yeah hospital and um <clears throat> i uh that was a a whole experience there well before we get to that if you want to share that but before we do why were you asked to go over there and not just detox here what were you detoxing off of so i was detoxing off of fentanyl um meth and benzos yeah it's the benzos the benzos is what made it dangerous oh. um i had been on benzos for like 10 years prescribed and maybe 15 years um, just messing around. Um, and um, that's what made it. Um, I guess I, I don't like, again, I don't remember. Yeah. I think Joyce had talked to um, Dr. Breslin and um, the amount of benzos I was taking was, it was, it wasn't safe. So, yeah. Well, I bring this up because, you know, my recovery journey now is all about recognizing currently like my my recovery journey now is is a lot about not all about but it's a lot about recognizing what i was medicating when i was in active addiction you know i'm a little over 4 years into this journey and at the, and and sometimes you know i have days and i've had a few days recently where it's just like what the frick is going on in my brain you know it's like everything is you know and and you know some 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 there's some aging issues and some fears and the the acceptance part of that but but like some of the things that I medicated with the drugs and alcohol for a long, long time, I'm realizing I'm not necessarily fixing or working on that as much as I thought I was. And so things are coming up and it's like, you know, I know that we talk about anxiety issues and stuff. And I know right before the show, you're like, I don't want to do this. I'm like, no, 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 
And I was, I was really, I wasn't necessarily really frustrated at you. I was just like, I'm an actual, I'm actually in kind of like physical pain. And I don't, not that I don't want to do this. I really do. I love doing this. I just don't want to do anything right now. Like I'm physically just want to not do anything and be left alone, which is a dangerous place for Nathan. Um, even, even with the, you know, some sort of, you know, physical, like my brain's been really foggy lately and getting a lot more headaches than usual. And I already get a lot of headaches. And so it's like, um, it's just like, I want to be left alone. Leave me the frick alone. And so what am I doing is like, well, I made, a, I made a doctor's appointment, you know, a couple of weeks ago and I'm waiting for that appointment. I tried to bump it up earlier today, but the point is, is, you know, the getting uncomfortable part, like I can't, it doesn't help me to go and isolate. It doesn't help me at all to be snap snippy and bratty and bitchy. And, and it's, it doesn't help me at all to, to sort of cave into my anxieties and depression. And so as I'm looking at the way I medicated myself, self-medicated for so long, you know, I'm thinking, oh, I've taken that out. And for the last four years, I've been doing a lot of, I'm kind of, uh, for those of you listening, it's just up and down and up and down and up yeah. and down. And I've kind of gotten to a, a, a fairly steady, you know, mentality, but there are bumps. And then sometimes it's that really high pitched, really, really fast wave of, you know, that's in my head that, that, that starts to be the problem. And I think that's kind of where I am right now. And I say that because you were medicating with benzos and benzos treat anxiety. Yeah, essentially. So it's been six months. It's a really big bug over there. Holy crap. <laughs> Sorry. Total squirrel for me or bug for me. What are you doing, man? So like six months, what have you been doing? Because this is huge. <clears throat> it is. Um, going back to the, um, like what you were saying about um, not medicating anymore and then kind of just dealing with that. Uh I think about that and that I'm, I will pat myself on the back for this because I've been putting myself in situations like this one right now where I don't want to do things like this. Um, things like this make me anxious, but um, I, I'm trying to like do more things like this to um, like, what do they call it? Like exposure, um, um, something like treating it with exposure. What is it? Oh, exposure treatment, I don't I don't know. something like that, where like if you have like a phobia or something like that, you do those things to. <laughs> I'm sorry, yeah. but you say exposure treatment, and I just picture a guy in a raincoat <laughs> sitting there with it wide open and nothing on underneath. That's a different kind of exposure treatment. Totally. <laughs> um, but um, I've been trying to like I, I work with um, <clears throat> with with Alden, and uh, she talked to me a therapist. About this. Therapist, yeah counselor therapist counselor uh, yeah. yeah so and uh i'm just trying to put myself in these situations like this and and more um social situations and instead of kind of just like avoiding them just putting myself out there so i can get used to it and it's um over the last six months i've been doing more and more of that and um just getting uncomfortable and um i'm just getting more used to yeah dealing with people really because for the last Seven years before these six months, I was using four of those years. I was really, really isolated, um, like just by myself in a room using. And um, so being around people now and, and communicating with people and, and dealing with people all the time is, is um, not used to it. So I'm just mm. practicing. I overheard you um, earlier today. Uh, there was a participant here on your couch, and and um, that sounds bad, doesn't it? <laughs> I have a yeah, yeah, I can see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there was a participant here on the couch, and and you and he were discussing um, his transition paperwork. Uh, and for those of you listening and watching, in you know, a transitioning, when whenever we have a participant leave our twenty eight day program and move to step up housing, we put together a plan well the participant puts together a plan and then walks around and meets with staff members and alumni and gets signatures and recommendations and so as i was listening to you and as i was listening and knowing the participant as i was listening to you i was thinking i see some overlapping um issues not only with myself but overlapping uh areas you know you there's a sort of venn diagram of anxiety 
and anxiety from from you and from the participant yeah. and listening to what you were telling him and i thought some good suggestions there um and <laughs> i can take my own advice I guess. well there was one thing particularly that i wasn't necessarily going to call you out on it here but i was gonna i was gonna bring that up to you later um because one thing that i struggle with you know um, I, I was in at the very very end of my using it's funny my my career life and my using life i i i could not have been more different mindset like i i was constantly in front of people while i was in active addiction and working but it was never it was never um you know an intimate friendly relationship i don't mean intimate sexual way i mean just intimate like you know wasn't it wasn't ever personal i had a very very shut down functional i'm just a person a vessel who has these tools because of you know the jobs that i had and and i did that and then i would go into my you know my active addiction part where i might have had one or two people um around sometimes very very end though was really really dark and yeah. some of those really dark moments especially you know you and i've talked about like holidays you know i know oh, yeah. we talked about christmas you know and, and i've had christmases like your christmas yeah um and and that's where i know that we have a very we have some similar we have a disease you know and it's probably very similar disease you know that that i have that disease of addiction and so i'm listening to i'm listening to you talk to that participant and i'm like there's some good stuff in there and i struggle with wanting to be in the public now too you know as as, as funny as it is because even in my because i I'm, I'm kind of finding myself in that role now because i have a very outward facing job you know sitting here and doing this this is fairly easy enough and innocuous because it's a camera. I don't really pay too much attention to what I, except that I'm looking at my fat ass right there. But um, you know, I'm not paying too too much attention to the other people around. I'm having a conversation with you. Yeah. Um, what I will end up doing is I will end up going home later, and I will be reflecting on this conversation, and that's where my anxiety will be building. It's like, oh shit, what did I say? How did I hurt myself? How did I hurt the organization? I'm going to get fired. I tell myself all these stories. It's 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 a thing. I mean, this is not just a. It's not just a. Oh, I'm joking about this. It's like every single day, I have to go through a routine about. You know what? I'm not a horrible person. You know. Okay, I did the best I could today. Yeah. And that's what step work teaches me. That's what you know. I I work a twelve step fellowship. That's what my program teaches me. It's like okay, it's not that I'm. Ooh, done. Perfect. Boom. It's I have these tools now because I'm going to get squirrely. I'm going to go to isolation. It's my go-to move. I don't want to be around anybody. I don't want you to call me. But then if you don't call me, I'm upset. Yeah. yeah. Ain't that the truth? Yep. Um, isolation for me is um, something I, I deal with. Um, I'm calling it decompressing um, <laughs> instead of isolation now. There's times where you need to be by yourself, you know. Who does? I need to be. Oh, by okay. Yourself. I need to be by myself sometimes, um, just to kind of like unwind and. and yeah, I just Moses do. By the way, I'm yeah, ninja. <laughs> so, um, I do that. I, you know, I I, I work here at McShane, and um, I go home, and I just kind of. I'm getting better at it though. Um, getting better about like just kind of hanging out with the people in my house and um you know like just the other night me and rob watched a movie um you know instead of me going to my room and just being by myself and watching a movie we, you know we got a new tv thank you john appreciate it um <laughs> we got a new tv and uh, i just felt like you know break it in we just watch a movie together and we did we got some popcorn and we each had our own bag which was nice so we just hung out watched a movie and uh, i'm i'm working on on putting myself out there more and i never regret it i never um i never regret it it's i've been telling this i've been saying this to myself a lot like things are never what i think they're gonna be mm. um they never turn out that way like what i think and usually it's 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 better you know than what i imagine so i do know from experience and you probably know this too that we're gonna put i put myself out sometimes i'll keep it on me 
just like I asked you to. I'll keep it on me. You know, I've put myself out sometimes and I have been disappointed or I have tripped up, you know. Um, it's those moments where all of those fears, all those insecurities, all those anxieties, all those have the potential to just focus in and, you know, just, and, and just be the dominant, the dominant voice in my brain. I don't know, man. I turned it off. I don't get it. it I don't it, think they can hear it. It's the air conditioner. <laughs> it is, but it isn't because you'll go out there and the air conditioner won't be on. I think there's another system somewhere. I don't know. Oh, we got a whole bunch of people on here. Um, but, but, but before we go to that real quick though, you know, there are those moments where I do trip up, you know, when I put myself out there and those are the moments, especially when I, when I'm really vulnerable, um, that, that I need to have some tools in place because I want to be able to put myself out. I want to say, you know, do this or do that and, and move forward in my life and, and be of service and, and, you know, accomplish some things. Um, instead of being, you know, stuck in my bed all day, which is something I'm prone to do. And there are those moments where I don't take advantage of those things. I did that last night. We talked about this. There are those moments where I put myself out and I fall and it's really grateful. I'm really grateful that I've got people around me who can help me get back up. It's when I don't use those tools that I'm really struggling. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm still figuring out what my tools are. Um, I know I have tools, and I'm still learning how to use them. Oh. Yeah, I'm listening to you. I'm yeah, sorry. No, it's okay. You you want to get to those comments? You don't want to talk. What what do we got over here? So we have hey y'all. Yeah, Patrick. We have is that Carolina Ayala? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. She was on the show. I don't know if she was on the show with you or with uh, Justin. Yeah, with Justin. Yeah. Well, put it on so she, so we can yeah. Oh, hola. <laughs> hey, Carolina. Carolina, um, who else? Who else? Who's yeah, next? Kayla. Kayla. Actually, what is her last name? McHugh? McHugh. Yeah. She, uh, I think I know her. Where do I know her? <laughs> Y'all are rock stars, she, she is says. the women's program manager. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. I just did her staff spotlight. Which I'm really excited about. Oh, by the way, I'm going to need. Did you finish it with? Uh, I'm going to need a copy of that for the newsletter. Yeah. All right, what else we got? What else we got? Let's go run down here. Patrick, great topic today. Congratulations, Art. I'm proud of you, says awesome. Pat. Thank you, Pat. All right, all right. Next one, next one. Kayla. Okay, Houston. <laughs> Houston, we don't have a problem. Ethan just exposed there is a big bug in your office. <laughs> Jesse, would you please, please, please turn it off and go on vacation, please? You just need to be on vacation, please. <laughs> we love you uh great to see you art on this side of the camera yeah right right i mean seriously doug look at this guy he should be on camera all the time all right what else does doug say doug says and nice mug nathan <laughs> oh he's actually talking about this mug not my face <laughs> you know why you see doug is with the phoenix right yeah doug is with the phoenix yeah. exactly yeah. yeah we saw him yesterday over at um wellness wednesday yeah i'm sorry i missed seeing you and hanging out but uh what else jesse it's so hot when you Cut that AC off. <laughs> Jesse, go on vacation, please. <laughs> oh, no, no. All right, what else? Oh, shit. What have I said? See, I'm going to go home, and I'm going to sit here, and I'm going to assess about what I've said. Um, <laughs> is, he, is, this, is this live? What else is that? That's it. That's it? Yeah. Um, <laughs> Thank you, guys. I love you guys. Yeah. Commenting. Um, that's cool. I'm uh, Jesse. I am kind of glad you're there, buddy. I, I hope you're enjoying your vacation and getting some rest. You know, it's something important to me that I have a hard time doing saying when I've had enough, um, like turning, turning it off. Yeah. yeah. So it's funny. Cause I talk about, you know, I'm so we're sitting here having this conversation, right. And I'm talking about isolating and blah, blah, blah. But there's also, you mentioned decompressing and you're right. There is absolutely like, I need to decompress and get away, you know? And, and I, and I think, you know, I, when we talk, because you live in housing and because of your schedule and because of all the demands and this and that and the other, and you have very, you know, have a lot of different roles that you are now filling in here, you know, I, I'm constantly telling you, suggesting desperately that you take my suggestion. They're good suggestions. Um, that, that when you have a day off, get the heck out of the place and go do something. There's a reason I'm doing that. Just as... 
I heard you give a suggestion to somebody else, and I'm like, I know you ain't take that suggestion. I was about to call you out on that earlier, by the way. Which one was it? 90 and 90. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, uh-huh. I think I did it. You didn't do 90 and 90. I definitely did 90 and 30. <laughs> I mean, with as many meetings as we go to. Yeah. No, now yeah. these are not 12-step meetings. You yeah. can't say that. <laughs> but, but in fairness, you know, it's because I'm the same way. It's like I go home. And I either just plop down in front of the TV and I zone out to a way that I'm not actually doing anything that's meeting my uh, my goals. Or, you know, I'm just matching the goal of, hey, let me get this season of whatever done, you know. Yeah. Or I come back and I'm here. And that's that work-life balance. You know, I think that's probably a thing for everybody. I, I, I don't know everybody. I know me. And it's definitely something I struggle with. And it becomes so much more necessary um, when I am in a position of, how do I say this? I don't know if it, well, all right. So it becomes very, very necessary when I'm trying to be of maximum service to the next person, because if I'm not giving my best, if I'm not at my best when I'm here, or I'm building up resentments, or I'm building up frustrations, or I'm building up, um, you know, resentment's mostly always at me. It's me not taking time and not, you know, giving myself the credit. You know, then I'm not of maximum service. I'm not actually fulfilling that part of my goal. So it, I have to find that balance. Like I have to find that balance, or else I'm going to end up not helping anybody. Yeah, it's um, tricky. It is tricky. It is tricky. Um, you live in housing still. You're a house <clears throat> You're assistant. assistant yeah. yeah, you're assistant, but you're essentially the house lead over there. Um, and yeah, and and. They can be very demanding, you know, extra, extra demands on your time, you know, got to get the meds for the people in the morning, you know, got to make sure this is done. You know, you're looking out for what, how many, eight guys in your house, nine guys in your house? Um, yeah, it's 10 of us total. So 10 of you? Yeah. Okay. I mean, looking out for the other nine people and making sure, you know, people are doing the things they say they're going to do. Yeah. Um, chores, you know, all, all the things. Um, and you're, you're in a, you're in a good spot. Like you've had a really say, strong house here. We have a, yeah. Um, Rob's been a real good example of a house leader and um, he's training me up, you know, and um, um, it's, and also right now we have a really good house. Um, I know houses can change right now. It's, it's fairly easy because we just have, everyone just does what they need to do. Everyone works, everyone does their chore and we have that system we've talked about before where everyone takes a picture of their chore, puts it in the group chat. That way we know that chores are getting done. Yeah. And, um, so, but we have a good house right now. And like I said, I know that it, it can, it can change quickly. So I'm just, you know, lucky that I'm with a good group of guys right now. And they're all, you know, they all were very welcoming when I moved over there and, you know, cause the house leadership changing, sometimes people can kind of resist and see what they can get away with. And Ooh. yeah, Ooh. it happens, but no, <laughs> yeah. Everyone's been pretty good about, um, you know, just welcoming me on, welcoming me on and, um, make me feel at home so um yeah well so assuming and this is always a big assumption for me anyway you know assuming that you make it to tomorrow and stay clean and sober for the next say what, another 10 hours yeah nine mean, and a half hours god willing god willing and the creek don't rise that's what yeah. as uh your sponsor says all the time i call the blue chip the elusive one um never had one so the blue chip the blue uh in AA? NA, N- yeah. Oh, uh, the blue, a, the blue tag? A, yeah, it's a blue tag, yeah. Six six months? Yeah. Ah, uh, you haven't picked it up yet, have you? I haven't, no. Oh, but, okay. I was the white, orange, green, red, and blues. Yeah. Nice, yeah. You know, it's funny. I am missing I am missing a tag on mine. Um, I'll pick it up next year. Uh, I, I, well, it, <laughs> no, well, I because once you get, you know, multiple years, you know, it's black and gold, black and gold, black and gold. I never picked up one this year when I celebrated in February. Um, I didn't celebrate anywhere actually. Well, you, in AA you did. I went. I went. You picked up a chip there. Well, yeah, I did pick yeah. up a chip, but I do like having my my yeah my tail. Uh, it it hangs, it hangs on the door in my bedroom now. Um, it's it's not on my keychain. It would be unwieldy at this point. You're just getting to the point of unwielding unwieldiness. Longer, yeah. And I hope so. it gets longer. Well, so I I like that for you, and I guess. The squirrel in me just uh, lost my train of thought. 
Um, what did we start off with topic-wise? Do you remember? Um, we're okay. just talking about um, how I got here and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I think. But broadly, I, I do remember. Oh. I, I asked the question not because I was trying to get you to – I wasn't trying to got you. Yeah. I couldn't remember. Decision-making. Decision-making or, or – um, yeah. Uh, getting uncomfortable, I think, is what we started with. Yeah. You know, doing things that are uncomfortable. And what is doing things that are uncomfortable? What does that look like to you? Um, like I said before, like putting myself in social situations, which mm -hmm. I'm not a social person. I, you know, I like social anxiety. So you like it having social anxiety? No. What I heard you say was, I like social anxiety. No, I have. Well, oh, I have. I have like social anxiety. I oh. do have social anxiety. Okay. So, um, well, it's getting better though. Um, working with all day and stuff and, and, um, putting myself in those situations it's making it easier so, how do you think you're doing now i think i'm doing all right a scale of one to four i like two two yeah that's only that's 50 percent yeah how about a scale of one to ten is there a little more wiggle room there for you probably five okay five okay 50 percent. Well, not, not like a six <laughs> yeah. okay okay five five yeah okay okay I'll get back on that afterwards. So uh, I see there are more comments up there. Let's see what we got. What we got. It's probably Jesse. He's talking about being out at work. Oh, it's Pat again. Let's see. What is, oh God, right? What is balance? How do you do that? Patrick. So Patrick Jones, uh, who's commenting right now and asked that question uh, in, in all, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, I've known Pat for a long time now, so he, he and I have been friends for quite a while, and uh, we've seen each other grow and 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 uh, do some silly things, too. I'm not going to go into the things that he's done or the things that I've done that he's seen me do, but he's seen me do some really stupid, stupid stuff, and I've certainly, Patrick, I love you, I've seen you do some stupid shit, too. Um, but on that end, how, how to, what was, the, what was the question again? That balance. How yeah. do we do that? How do we do that? I think it's kind of where we are right now with this conversation. You know, we've we've been talking about a lot of things, but I think broadly it gets to balance. What do you think? I don't know about balance. You don't know about balance? I should, too. I'm, I'm a Libra. I do the horoscope stuff. You're a Libra? Yes. Oh, that's Scales. right. October 12th. That's right. Yeah. Um, that's why we get along. No, two, two of my favorite people are Libras. Nice. Yeah. yeah. So three actually I'm gonna I'm gonna amend that. Three of my favorite people are Libras. Nice. Who are the other two? <laughs> oh, my one? <laughs> Absolutely. Um my cousin Michael and my mother. Nice. My mom is uh, October sixth and my cousin is uh is he's born on the feast day of St. Michael's on September thirtieth. Nice. Balance. Balance. I don't know. Balance, you don't know. I feel like I'm balancing stuff out pretty well. Yeah. Um, I know, uh, like, we were talking about days off and stuff, and um, I've I've been okay with not taking some of those days off just because we have events and it's just kind of been like that. But um, and I don't feel like I'm getting burned out or anything. Like I like I like being here and I like helping out. And uh, uh, Sunday, the spiritual service, breaking the bondage. Uh, even if I wasn't doing the audio video, I would still be there because even when I was out of intensive and I was living at Clark or even New York, I would come over and I would I would be there. So, yeah. You've lived in four houses. Smith, Scott, Clark, and New York. Oh, there's yeah. four. Yeah. It's funny because you lived in four houses. I've, o I've only lived in two, and I didn't live in any of those four. I've never lived in any of those four houses. <laughs> and usually I usually they get people get moved because of consequences or I yeah. mean, just change of environment. But I, I was moved for um You got promotions. Uh, promotions <laughs> and then also just uh, making it a little easier on someone that wanted to be at New York House. So we switched and um I wanted to be at Clark anyways. You want to be a clerk, yeah. yeah. I'm just looking at the time real quick, because um, I know you you got to go and you want to keep it short. But I do want to talk uh, about that. So not necessarily about that, but I wanted to talk about goals mm -hmm. and the importance of creating and setting goals, creating, setting, and meeting those goals. And 
what goals have you set that you've met? What goals have you set that you're working on? Um, and what goals have changed since you've been here for six months now? So goals that I've met were to find a job, um, working here now full time, which is awesome. Um, staying clean and sober, accomplished so far. Um, fixing things with family, um, it's in progress right now. Um, communicating with my son again after a couple of years and which is awesome. Um, he <clears throat> wished me a happy Father's Day and that was that was really um, it was emotional because he's not you know I'm not over there with him in California and uh, I, you know I'd like to see him but um, you know baby steps. So um, you know relationships with my dad, with my brother, my sister, all those are, are getting better and um, what else goals that I haven't met? Well I do can I piggyback <laughs> off that real yeah. quick? Um, I think that's, that's really, that's beautiful. Like that is absolutely beautiful. And I remember we were shopping at, uh, where were we? I was buying goggles. It was, um, sporting goods place, whatever, uh, wasn't, that was, yeah, Dick's. That's right. It was Dick's Dick's sporting goods. I was going to say REI. Uh, we were Dick's and, and I think that's where we were. Um, no, I don't remember, but your, your brother, mm -hmm called me or i called him i think oh yeah i he, think yeah yeah i forgot why but he was he was just verifying because i i think he was going to give you some money to buy something yeah something. oh he's going to help you out with something yeah. and he wanted to just verify yeah that's right that's yeah. right yeah um and he was looking out to see you know just check up on you and so how how was that one how's that relationship going it's going great actually he called me yesterday um Tell him I said hi, by the way. I, yeah. <laughs> that goofy interaction I had with him that day, I, feel, I still feel silly. That's all right. Um, he, uh, he called me yesterday, actually, which was cool because it still, it still kind of surprises me sometimes when I get calls um, from other people than my dad. My dad always kind of just wants to see how I'm doing. But when other people call me, I, I usually think it's like, oh, like, what did I do? Like, you know, why are you calling me? Like... So, but he called me yesterday and he was just driving to Brawley, California from Costa Mesa. It's like a three hour drive. So he just wanted to call and see how I was doing and talk for a little bit. And I was downstairs um, doing, uh, making Kayla's video for a staff spotlight. And it was cool. We just talked for a little bit and um, he literally just wanted to see how I was doing, which is, it's cool. Um, before I got here, uh, me and my brother had a, we had a relationship, but it was, it was not a not the best relationship it wasn't terrible but it was just him kind of always like dude like what are you doing like you know mm -hmm. just get it together but um yeah it's it's cool to be able just to talk about you know not be calling him asking him for something and you know it's your brother you know organized and yes and ah okay yes so he He's doing the life thing. He's doing it, yeah. He went to Cal Poly, San Luis Obispo, graduated. Um, he's a business accountant and um, you know, did everything that he was supposed to do, and he's still doing it. So. Yeah. Does he have kids? No. Oh, okay. No nieces and nephews? Um, I do. I have, oh. I, have, uh, I have two nieces and – no, three nieces and two nephews. Three nieces, one nephew. One nephew, yeah. yeah. I have, I have two. I have three nieces and two nephews. Yeah, two, one, two, yeah, three, four, five. Yeah, yeah, five, three and two. Yeah, it's it's kind of neat actually. I I, I mean I don't, I don't have any kids as you know, um, so I get to play with them and and that's a cool thing. So, you know, this morning, you know, I texted with my mother and sister uh, together on a thread, just goofing around. I told you about the TV. I, we found a seventy. I found a 75 inch TV that was half off at, you know, $700. And I'm like, oh, mom, because my mom's getting ready to move and she's, you know, uh, kidding out her new house. And I just, you know, kind of goofy sending it, but actually kind of serious at the same time. And the cool thing is, is like, you know, we just have this little cool conversation back and forth, the three of us. And, you know, my mom lives, my mom will soon be living real close to my sister and, and which is really relatively close to where I am now. And, you know, my sister responds back with a, a little video of my three-year-old niece being silly and talking on the 
pretending to talk on the phone. She's using a banana to, and she's having this conversation, not realizing she's being filmed or watched. And she's calling Gigi, my mom, yeah. uh, her grandmother and Uncle Nathan. And, yes. <laughs> and I'm just like, this is really cute. And I'm like, that's what my life is a lot today. Yeah. Pepper, right? Pepper. Yeah. And I, I love that because it's those family things. It's that I can Justin, it's the family stuff getting back together. That's really cool. And I think that helps me to find balance too, you know, because it's not just, I don't just get burned out here. I, I didn't say I was burned out earlier, but I don't, and I'm not burned out, but I have a, you know, I'm struggling with the work-life balance and I think it's always kind of a struggle, you know, some, and I think, I think that's okay. You know, I'm not so so frustrated that you know i'm gonna go completely off kilter i have you know tools i do know how to use by the way jesse if you're watching i do know how to use a vacation time off slip um i've never you i've never used one here i've never used it and i'm like i need to i absolutely yeah, do a good idea um so it's like those kinds of things and then i you know i'll go see my family and hang out with my family but i also get burned out sometimes with that it's like ooh guys are really loud and busy you know I, you know it's like you go over to my sister's house and i love going over there but the first 10 minutes or so of of being there is adjustment period because yeah. she's got the two young kids and the two dogs and the three cats and it's all just you know you, within 10 minutes i'm covered in all kinds of sticky stuff and i don't know where that's all from <laughs> it's from the dogs and the yeah. kids and the and the and i love it but it's also yeah, it's ooh. Where's the beer? Oh, wait, I don't do that anymore. And it's funny because I I didn't really process that, you know, because of because of COVID. I didn't, you know, I, I didn't spend a lot of time with my sister and her family. Um, plus, they were, you know, living in Texas up until a year and a half ago or so. And because of all that, you know, now that we are reestablishing that relationship and now they've gotten past the whole the COVID stuff, I can just come over there now. Uh, we're reestablishing that in my sobriety now. Mm. It's it's an adjustment. It's it's kind of relearning these things in a in a in a helpful way for me because yeah. you know family for me has always been important, and I always went and did family things. But I know I notice I'm I'm just not that person anymore. I'm not the same person I was doing those things. I'm I'm much more. Um. Well, I, I I'm just more me. I'm authentic. Yeah. Uh, which is to say it's it's helpful to get in the car and leave if I need to, but I don't always need to do that. You know, it's like, okay, I don't, I don't, I don't need to pick on people in my family who are doing things I think are ridiculous. I don't need to take it when people are picking on me, you know. Um, it turns out it's not as bad as I always used to think it was, you know, but it always felt like that, you know. I've got a very loud, boisterous family, and I, they're really cool people, and, you know, it can be very overwhelming. Yeah, um, and I always like that too. Yeah, yeah, but that's that's also my mom's side of the family is like that. Yeah, well, mine is more my dad's side of the family. My mom's side of the family, um, they're 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 they're. I, <laughs> my uncle and my aunt are literally math geniuses, and it's just I think that sort of keeps them in a sort of social. Mm. I love you both, by the way, if you're watching and listening, and they're great people, and you know they're they're. Uh, calmer <laughs> um, but anyway what else is up there anything else no that, that was it patrick has a whole bunch of stuff what does he say for me i had to fight with the feeling of being lazy and confusing that with giving myself rest yeah yeah i get that uh what's above that patrick says i saw something today that said always uh, choose the toughest path because that's the one with the most growth the addict in me resists this at all fronts yeah i mean i like that broadly but at the same time i don't know the 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 guy who just wants to get home and have a nice cup of tea and go to the bathroom doesn't always want to take the toughest path <laughs> no definitely not no and then uh justin justin love you buddy it's good to see you yeah he said hello gents i, I put that up there the gents yeah. yeah i see that so what are we at 44 minutes yeah how insane is that it went by quick yeah did it feel like 44 minutes no it didn't no no it did it went by quick you still rating your performance out of five out of ten um 
Yeah, because I want to be all the things. Oh, that's a whole nother show. Yeah. As soon as I said <laughs> a whole nother show, I immediately corrected the grammar in my head because that's completely bad grammar. It always has been. And I still say it every once in a while. You're putting the word whole in the middle of the word another. So it would be a whole, it would be another whole another whole. show. Yeah. It would be a, another whole show. Yeah. But see, 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 this is what my mind does all the time, dude. Yeah. Right. I am serious, dude. Overthinking the heck out of shit all the time. Yeah, dude, that's right. what I used to medicate. Seriously, that's what I used to medicate with what I did. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's becomes more of a, thing today when i'm not using my tools because i still want to be all the things too i want to do all the things i don't want to miss out on anything when i do miss out on something i get disappointed in myself you know especially when i set myself up to do something as simple as go to a a uh, an art museum function by myself yesterday that was the real thing you know yesterday it's like i don't want to go to this thing alone yeah you know it's it's uh scary to put myself out there yeah. it is but i kind of have to work on that and do it well, i said i was like putting myself out there it was more like um, um just participating in life with people yeah um not really throwing my this is putting myself out there but like being at at the house and and just hanging out with the guys and stuff is i should be doing that you know anyways should i need to be doing that mm. i do mm. Um, and like I was saying, it's just, it's never really what I thought it would be. And it's usually better. Yeah. So. Well, we've put a lot of material for the next show where it's just the two of us. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm kind of whispering and mumbling my words. Uh, we have one last comment up there and then let's, let's land the plane. Cause I know you've got an appointment. Yeah. Justin says new mic cables. They look snazzy. <laughs> I noticed. How does he? Wow, that's crazy. <laughs> Justin, you're crazy. <laughs> also right. getting new headphones coming in. Yeah. Thank you, Melanie. Thank you, Melanie. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Thank you, Jesse. Thank uh, you, Jesse. For, for, thank for, you, McShane. <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, if, listen, uh, while we're at it, if you uh, if you or somebody else you love would like to sponsor a kid, I mean a, a podcast, a kid. <laughs> for 53 cents a day, you too. <laughs> For the price of a cup of coffee, <laughs> um, am I am I embarrassing myself? No, I'm gonna go home You're and think about me. it. Am I? No, oh. <laughs> you know, I'm gonna go home and obsess about this, but I will not watch the show ever. I will never watch it. I've no, I haven't seen. Yeah, none of my own. Yeah, I won't, I won't well, do it. I've only been on three times. Yeah. yeah, but I see you talk more and more with every episode, and I like yeah. that. Yeah, I'm getting more comfortable. Well, my friend, uh, Lord willing, and the creek don't rise, uh, tomorrow morning you're going to wake up with six months of recovery. And that is a beautiful thing. And I, I really you know, take it to heart, you know, the, the fact that you recognize, you know, the accomplishment. And you, I hope you continue to celebrate it, you know, and celebrate yeah. that as my program and I think your program suggests one day at a time. So on that note, do you have anything you want to say? That's it. I mean, thank. I just want to thank everyone who's helped me along so far on my journey and continues to help me out. Um, I really couldn't have done it alone. So I appreciate everyone. McShane, Nathan, John, Jesse, everyone. Yeah. Um, my family. Cool. Everyone. Very, very cool. Well, with that note, we will see you. Have a great 4th of July. Is that this weekend? Yeah, it is, isn't it? It's, wow it is fourth of july weekend monday, right? monday is the yeah. yeah have a great fourth of july weekend everybody <coughs> excuse me <laughs> damn i was hoping to wait till the end of the show for we need a cough button justin we need a cough button um have a great fourth of july weekend if you're around you're in town and in richmond uh come come over to mcshane man we've got a party going on 12 to 4 there'll be hot dogs there'll be hamburgers uh there'll be corn dog not corn dog uh, uh cornhole 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 Cornhole. You bring cornbread, you can make your own corn dog if you want. Um, we'll need some music. There'll be recovery. Uh, I already know that we've got a couple of uh, politicians coming by, so bring some eggs if you want. And after that, uh, Nick, we're going to let that joke just go. Yeah. Let that, just, it wasn't very funny. 
tomatoes, eggs, whatever you guys want to bring. <laughs> um, bring your ideas to share with the politicians. How about that? There we go. Uh, with that, um, with that, we will see you back on the fifth. We have uh, mechanics of faith here, and I'm excited about that. Um, Jason Wells in here to talk about mechanics of faith and what's going on with that. So have a great weekend. Be safe, and as always, stay in the herd. the CEO of the McShen Foundation and a woman in long-term recovery since May 27, 2007. I have not used drugs or alcohol. Woo -woo. Thank you so, so much to the Richmond Times Dispatch and all of our voters for getting the Herd podcast. Those podcasts are amazing. Not only has it helped thousands upon thousands of people in their recovery, as well as family members, but it has helped me in my personal recovery. I get to listen to them now in my car through Spotify and iHeartRadio. And it's just really, really important for us to be innovative in the addiction field and the recovery community. So when COVID hit, we had to be innovative. You know, we really had to think of like, what can we do to reach people that cannot go to 12-step meetings? smart recovery, faith-based, whatever, um, that we're shutting down constantly. So we were innovative here at McShin. Let's start podcast. So with Todd, John, Alex, um, and some other staff, you know, we all just kind of jumped in who can do what. And um, with Todd's lead and John's lead, the podcasts have been amazing and we're still doing them today. So I want to thank you for all of your votes and all of your energy and all of your support of our mission of healing families and saving lives. Thanks.